Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Uh, listen to this, I'm gonna be in San Francisco this Wednesday through Saturday, the 14th through the 17th. There's one show Wednesday and Thursday and two shows Friday and Saturday. You can get tickets to those if you like. If you like, man, I'm psyched for the for show what? today. This show? This show that comes out today. Oh, well, uh, you wanna hear my list? I didn't send you a list this oh, week. Oh, can you, are you gonna give a tease? Well, it's, uh, well, no, because you have to hear the, the list. <laughs> I made some notes in my phone. Uh, I had a guy's weekend and I was like, oh, I got to make some notes in my phone. Make sure this will be a great episode. Talk about this guy's weekend. And here's what I wrote. I have a secret dot, dot, dot. (laughs) No, I have a secret period. Saw his dick period. Looked in his shorts like a little kid trying to figure out how they peed their pants. Period. (laughs) Then that was, that was one. And then the next one, (laughs) wait, that's one, that's one whole chunk that I, and the next one is. It's good in the winter, no punctuation. That might have been the beginning of something or just all of it. But guess what? Daddy was drinking this weekend. Okay, let's start the show. Hey, everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Across from me is Cy Amundsen. Hello. And in the corner is Hey Bale. Hey Bale. Matching shorts, matching shirt. I don't know that they're matching intentionally, but it's a black shirt with red lettering, and it is black short. He looks like Shaq in 1998. You're listening to the middle of somewhere. (laughs) I just wanted to get that in there before I hopped in, because you look like you just came from a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air house party. (laughs) Yeah, I got on sneaks, but I need a new pair, because basketball courts in the summer's got girls there. (laughs) Yeah, that's a summertime lyric. From that Will, is a summertime lyric. Uh, I got to tell you this. So I am uh, a lot of gun talk. I'm not going to get into guns because I don't care. I'm going to tell you this. Can I tell you something before you yeah, tell sure. me that? I have something gun related okay. later in the show. Okay. And I also don't want to get into major gun talk. It's, But it is a gun topic, but it's not the gun topic. My gun topic is I'm glad I don't have a gun yeah. because I know that bad things would happen if I had one. I am so fucking tired of parents that give these fake consequences. That's why society has broken down. You can't say, you're not gonna get this hot dog. If you do that again, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna fucking feed your kid. You're not gonna get any food. No, you're not, we're not gonna get any food. You're gonna let your fucking kid starve in public. Are you shitting me right now? How about I'm not gonna let you play with my fucking phone that you've drooled on for the last 20 minutes? How about something realistic? You can't starve your child. Don't act like you're gonna take food away. What is happening right now? What does this have to do with guns? Because I would murder. Parents, you would kill other parents. Yes. Honestly, I have to be real with you. This is probably not the time for this take. <laughs> I understand. I'm just saying. It's like you have to give realistic, like a in an Uber, in an Uber pool, which okay. by the way, never again. Oh, I imagine, imagine the other people who use Uber pools. Yeah, for, so from the beach, like the, the bus wasn't coming. I was in Cape Cod and we walked to the beach, and this girl, who must be a fucking marathon walker told us it was a 15-minute walk, cut to 45 minutes later, (laughs) I got blisters on the left side of my foot because I'm wearing flip-flops. Now, 
So we're waiting for the bus. It's not showing up. The beach is closed because the Boston Pops are coming to town. Neat. Put it, put it, The fuck is a Boston Pop? It's a musician. And I bet they're good. They're celebrating a hundred years. But no also, way they're the good. Are they one of these like, uh, there's been generations and generations of Thompson's Five. Like they're, they've been around for a hundred years. I know. Unless it's 520 year old men. That's, I know, you don't get to say I know that. they've been around for one day when I was supposed to go to the beach. <laughs> That's it. So I'm at the beach. And we're trying to get the bus back into town, and we can't. So this, I guess it wasn't even an Uber pool. We were like, hey, can we hop in your Uber? Oh, One that's of those worse. Deals. And then the dad kept going, well, I'm just going to let you out on the next corner if you keep talking back to me. To no, his you're kid. not, you shit dick. No, you're not. I wouldn't make my kid go off on the corner. And she knows how to walk here because we already walked here. So don't tell a two-year-old you're going to let him off on the corner you dumb shit. Yeah. It drives me crazy. It's, yeah, that's not. <laughs> Guys, this is going to get funny, but not yet. It drives me crazy. Chad walked in today with that eye where I knew he had a speech prepared. This is. It's not even prepared. I'm just real mad about yeah, it. Yeah, it definitely wasn't prepared, but <laughs> I agree with you. I think consequences, like over dramatic consequences that you have no intention of following through on are such a load of horse shit. Yeah. Do something real like my dad did. Like the one time when I was, he was like, shut your lights off. It's time for bed. And I was like, I'm not shutting my light off. Cause I was like old enough that I thought I could talk back. He goes, if you don't shut your light off, I'm going to tear your light socket out of the wall. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then he did it. Cause my yes. dad's a doer. And so my light stayed on for a couple weeks in a row yeah. Because I couldn't turn it on and off because he disabled the socket. You know what that does? Be a fucking bru- a doer like Ex- Bruce. Exactly. That says that says to a child, I follow through, also look at my muscles. This is what <laughs> I could do to a light socket. Guess what it happens if I grab your arm? My dad used to say shit like, hey, I'm going to put you in the space shuttle and send you to the moon. Are you, Steven? You fucking burnt chicken chow mein out of a can. Do not tell me that you know where the space shuttle even is, much less how to board it and how to start that motherfucker or where the moon is, how to (laughs) aim towards the moon because you burnt fake chicken. I can make that shit. I have made that shit. So don't tell me you're going to send me to the moon on a space shuttle, you turd. All right. How how drunk was he during that threat? (laughs) What, I don't think I don't think he was. That's worse. I think the moon was out, and he's like, "Want to go there?" Um, the uh, <laughs> let me give you an update on last week. So last week we discussed my altercation with an off-duty police officer. Over allegedly, a, allegedly, alleged off-duty police uh, officer. an alleged off-duty police officer over a pothole. Yep. Summary: If you didn't listen, I'm mad about a pothole. Asked a real police officer about it was not happy with me. Another guy got involved, said he was an off-duty cop. I don't believe him. Right, so when we describe this, we don't describe it as a he was upset about the pothole incident. He was upset about you yelling at Brazzers, Brazzers. Yeah, the off-duty cop was mad at me for yelling at the on-duty cop. Correct. So, I first of all, a friend of mine who's a lawyer, a very talented lawyer, Mike Bryant, listened go. to the episode, sent me a text that goes, you're a dipshit, and then it was just a link to where you report potholes. <laughs> oh, wow. Just very simple, very, very easy to fill out. 
Uh, but then I was talking to my friend Joel about the off-duty cop, and he goes, that guy was for sure lying. He was lying to you. And I go, I know, right? What a dick. And he goes, no, what, what you should have done is you should have gone back and turned him into the real cop. And I said, for what? He goes, oh, yeah. impersonating a police officer. And then I said, no, Joel, he was pretending to be an off-duty police officer. That's not against the law. That's just him pretending to be a civilian. And then Joel said, oh, you're the dumbest person in the whole world. I mean, you're not the dumbest, but you're close. I've learned two things because I quickly researched after that. One, it is very against the law to pretend to be an off-duty, a a police officer of any sort, off-duty or not. Yeah. Secondly, and I hesitate to tell you this on a recording, I have been breaking the law. For so long. Because you've told people that? I've been pretending probably at least three times a month to be an off-duty police officer since I was like in my early 20s. Interesting. And here's the thing. It's not like bad stuff. It's not like, hey, I'm a cop. Show me your tits or you're arrested. It's not, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Who does that? What I've been doing is like if I pull up to a gas station and a guy pulls up and he's got his little kid in the car and they're not in a car seat, I will walk over to their car and be like, hey, I'm not going to write you a ticket because I'm not on duty right now, but it is very against the law for your child not to be in a car seat. You need to have them in a car seat. And then I just walk into the gas station feeling like a fucking hero. Oh, my God. And I've been correcting people's illegal behavior. Size the reason dumb people get old. He continues to save them with this bullshit. I'm saving the kids. My one here's Whose jeans do they have? I... I and I've been like enforcing laws that I don't even know if it's true. Like one of my big ones is if I see a parent smoking in a car with a kid in the car, I tell them that it's child endangerment and it's like a $10,000 fine and then I just take off. You know what I hate the most is when you see a fat couple with a fat kid. It's like that's, oh, that that yeah. should be child abuse. That's what my dad has said forever. That 100% that should, be child, should be child abuse because that's not fair because fat cells split when you get fatter, they can only hold so much fat, and then they split into two, and they split into more and split into more, but you can't lose fat cells. So all you can do is get rid of all the fat, but you still have those cells, so you can't lose your, like, pooch or whatever everyone calls it. Do they call it a pooch? I think a lot. Of, I've heard it called pooch a lot. Bummer. That is a bummer. Can I tell you another bummer? Yeah. I looked up, like, hey, what can't you do? you like, you can't have a cop car. Like, that's... Super against the law. My friend and I had a flashlight that my mom won at a uh, company picnic, and it had like that, those lights that flickered, but it was like a, hey, we need help flicker. And so what we would do is we'd get up right close to cars, and then we'd put it in the window, and then we'd flash our brights, and people would pull over. It was awesome. And then we'd just speed by them. Oh, so you didn't actually go up and no. talk to him. Okay, it is, it is very, that is very, very against the law. And I did this allegedly. And by the way, everything that I am talking about, too, is very alleged. But I went through the list. Like, you can't, you can't like, use a badge. And I was like, okay, I haven't done any of this. And then it hit me. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I used a badge once. <laughs> when I auditioned for Saturday Night Live, very poorly. Easily, probably. You know how, you remember there used to be those bad comic tapes yeah. that floated around where sure. comics would just watch these people's terrible... And let's, and let's be clear here. This, these tapes were made by a comedian that worked in a, in a booking office 
And I will tell you, we're not talking about just bad comedy. We're talking about where a guy would be standing in a tub. He would like start the camera, walk into his tub, and then move the shower curtain like that was the curtain on the stage. And he'd have like a wooden spoon doing yeah. jokes to nobody. Yeah. So let's be very clear when we say bad comedy. Absolutely. And yeah. I will tell you, somebody right now at SNL is making those tapes of people who audition and mine is in it. Your audition must have sucked shit, because this is the first time hearing about this audition. I had, <laughs> you didn't even tell me it happened. I had three characters. One was, uh, it was I giant Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> because at the time, I looked a lot like Ellen DeGeneres, at just as time, a man. At the time, my fucking ass. <laughs> was it yesterday? <laughs> And so my plan was I just played some music and I danced in like her and then tried to sit in a tiny chair and couldn't do it. It was the whole character. Oh, my God. There was another character uh, where I played uh, Teen Wolf, Adult Wolf. And I just was I went full Teen Wolf makeup and just sorted through bills and got in an argument with my off-camera wife and then went outside and couldn't get the lawnmower started. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't believe you're not on SNL. The last character was a hostage negotiator. And so I had in my car, I had a SWAT vest and I had like a real deal looking badge on a wallet on a chain. Right. Okay. And I was at a gas station and I did my cop bit and a guy, the guy piped back to me, he goes, bullshit, you're a cop. Let me see your badge. And I was like, I don't. And then I was like, I do have a badge. <laughs> I went to the car, I got the <laughs> I brought it out and I just did the flop to him and he backed down so he was like, I'm I I didn't mean any disrespect. It's just, you know, and I, I literally go, You're fucking right you didn't. Put your kid in his fucking car seat next time. You understand me? Oh, and wow. then I went and then I went in like I'm I'm the I'm the fucking law in this town. That's crazy. Yeah. Should we cut all this? Uh-uh. So same friend that we had the siren or the like the lights in the car. Yeah. Um, we came upon a guy that was a uh, off-duty cop, but for real. Mm -hmm. And we didn't believe him. And we were like, fuck you, you fucking bitch. Like all this stuff. And then we did get <laughs> pulled over afterwards. Not, I mean, like a while after. And it was him. And we were like, oh, man, hey, <laughs> how are you? But here's how cool this guy was. He goes, yeah, no problem. I get it. I didn't have a badge. I wouldn't have believed it either. So Really? Yeah, he goes, but you do need to – I mean, what if I would have had a gun? What if I had a crazy person with a gun or something? Then you're smarting off. You just got to watch your mouth. He's a way – And then he let us go. He didn't even give us a ticket. Wow. that's a, He has way less of a chip on his shoulder than my off-duty cop character yeah, does. Yeah, time. My guy is angry. All yeah, he'll the time. walk all the way back to the car to get a badge. <laughs> what a loser! <laughs> Can I uh, tell you about this guy's weekend? Yeah, you were on a guy's weekend. We get there and we're gonna golf. Where are where, where are, you are going? Brainerd, Minnesota? Okay, and we were in a uh, place called Breezy Point Resort. Mm, Breezy Point, baby. Now I'm not gonna speak badly about this place because it was amazing we pay it was all inclusive and we're talking like steaks lobster tail on at the dinners we got whatever we got an appetizer and a whole dinner and as many drinks as we could drink breezy baby that's breezy that's real breezy hey so we um we get there and we're gonna golf 108 holes in over, a 
over a, a four-day period. Okay. That's a lot. That is a lot. And so we end up the first night, it's it's hot, we golf our holes, everybody's like shot out of a cannon when we get there. And we are drinking and we are having fun. And then we get to dinner and this everyone's like, what are teams going to be tomorrow? What are teams going to be? And we only have seven people. So I'm crunching the numbers. Not easy, the, Breezy. I'm crunching the numbers in the corner, doing all the stuff on the back of the dinner receipt. And then this one guy, he keeps piping up where he goes, no, I don't really like that. I go, well, what would you like to do? He goes, I don't know. And so finally I snap and I go, you are like a girlfriend I had once that every time I asked her, where do you want to eat? She goes, I don't care. And I'd go, barbecue? No. Where do you want to eat? I don't care. How about Chinese? No. Well, you fucking do care. Okay? I know I'm full of piss and vinegar today, but you do care. Stop saying piss and vinegar, you 300-year-old man. I know I'm full of thorn bushes this afternoon. Hey, I got a bee in my bonnet. Now, so this guy's already, you can tell, and he is thousand he's right in my face going F after i say that, he goes fuck you man fuck you but wow, he really but he's staring through me he is okay. not even close to knowing i'm that close okay he's drunk yep so we go down to the bar mm -hmm. now there's a little dance party and there Love are it. people sitting in t uh, tables watching the dance floor and he just slowly picture a guy sidestepping like like fluttering his shoulders and shimmying into view of these couples watching the dancers. But he's not far away. He's right on their table, basically, <laughs> and face in their faces. So finally he gets kicked out. Somebody from our group walked him back to his room, and then when that guy came back and told me about this, just as a joke, I go, oh, hey, man, there he is. But then 30 seconds later, he was really right there. <laughs> So he had come all the way back and found his way. And this is like four blocks with turns to get back to this place. So, oh now, so now he comes in, and now you have four different high school boys working security staring at this guy, and I can't get enough of it. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard because it's like, they're little kids. What are they going to do? Yeah, but this it's is like, at Roadhouse. It's their summer job, right? Yeah. So finally he's going like, hey, man, get me some booze, get me some booze. I go, we're going to get kicked out for the whole fucking time if you get any more booze. So please stop. And so finally I just look at him and I look at him and I go, I need you to fucking back off. I need you to not be near me because this is just too much. I've had too much of you. Okay. So we leave the dance party and it's they close early. So it's two hours before bar close. And we're like, we heard of another bar off the Breezy Point campus, mm -hmm. and we're going to get there. Okay. So now we're looking for shuttles, and the guy goes, best I can do is like 40 minutes, guys. Sorry. Like, everyone has already, they've already reserved the shuttles. Best I can do. And we're like, okay. And we we're just about to give up. And then around the corner, we see a shuttle turn its lights on and, like, come over right to us. And the door opens, and we see the driver. We go, what's up? And he goes, your boy paid. And we look, and it's that fucking dude. He bought a private shuttle to go to this other bar. And we were like, you totally redeemed yourself. We were so excited. We were so, and, then, and then everything was great. We got to this other bar where there weren't as many people. And this guy, I mean, so fun to hang out with. Then we walk back, and we didn't know... Like, I made the drive the next day, and it was maybe two blocks, but we somehow were taking backyards and shit. <laughs> it was horrible. And he fell and split his head wide open. <laughs> and so I still have, I have light blue checkered vans, 
And I still have the shoes. Yeah. I still have three drops of blood from him bleeding on me. And I'm keeping those like a goddamn trophy for the whole weekend. It was fantastic. My sister got married this weekend. Oh, so that's what you were doing. Yes. So I'm assuming there was a uh, two drink maximum. There, I, there could not have been. Uh, so my, she married a guy who's fantastic. His name's Daniel. He's the best. I, I'm lucky. All my siblings are married to great people. Clearly a listener. He. Uh, hey, Bill's clearly a listener. I have to tell you a number of things about the wedding. Okay. They okay. did not do a dollar dance. They did a gun raffle. That. Nope. <laughs> that can't be. Is that real? That's real. And I know listeners are always like, Chad's always calling Cy a hillbilly. That can't be correct. This is this is a pretty in-depth look to the Amundsen clan, although it was the other side's idea. But here's the thing. It worked. They got way more money than a dollar dance. My brother bought 100 tickets because shotguns are worth a lot. It was like a hunting rifle or whatever. Uh, and I don't want to get into Chad... I don't want I'm just staring at hay bales. I don't I don't I honestly want to take my headphones off and let you tell this to the listeners and I don't want to hear about it. It's disgusting. I don't want it. You know who won? No. The fucking DJ. The wedding DJ <laughs> won the gun. And I'm not going to get into some policy argument about gun control, but I can tell you one thing that everybody the NRA can probably agree on this shit. If there was a list of jobs that shouldn't be allowed to have firearms, Wedding DJ is the top of that. <laughs> if they're gonna, if they pass legislation that has a questionnaire that doesn't have the question, do you play the Macarena at least once a week? If it doesn't have that question on there, I would. That, that's a huge mistake. <laughs> I was trying to. Th I was like, what other job? What other? Because you can pick guys that you don't want to have a gun. You're like, Trevor shouldn't have a fucking exactly. Gun. You gotta go individual. But if you pick professions, that's not an easy thing to do. But wedding DJ for sure. I think right up there is guy who spins the sign, like spins the arrow on the. Side oh, of the road. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this: a lot of those signs do have guns strapped to the back. <laughs> That's how they do the nifty. They're actually fingers in that little in trigger thing. Gun, yeah. That's how they're doing it. That's how they spin it. And I think obviously number three, clown funeral home director. Yeah. That happened, and I was sitting next to one of her, like one of her husband's friends or relatives. I didn't know him. Okay. Right. This is at the reception, and I was making small talk with him, and that. That's like a weird wedding thing. You know, they skipped the dollar dance, which is a tradition. Question. Yes, yes, sir. Did they have ammunition there? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. I think that was a very strong point to be made was let's not give the wedding DJ a gun and the bullets. Yeah, I don't think you could have bullets on premises even. I doubt it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't you're saying don't I Instagram doubt it. message You're me. saying I doubt it like you know there were and you just don't want me to. Okay, spoiler alert, because we got a, a different direction to go with this. It was at a place called Pioneer Village. So am I gonna promise you that there weren't bullets on the premises? <laughs> I knew it. You sneaky son of a bitch. It's basically like it's a vacation, like a tourist trap, but it's the worst. Is it like Breezy Point? It's not even close okay. to Breezy Point. Okay. They took like all these real life pioneer houses from like the 18 and 1700s and they plopped them all on a land and you just go there and you see it. It's, it's, a, it's a fucking bummer, man. Do you stay in the homes? No, no. It's just like you walk around and look. They have a beautiful venue for a wedding that's like this big barn, but then everything else. It's like they had this thing called the sod house, which apparently some houses in the 1800s were made of sod. You just go in and it's just like 
sod. The whole house is made of sod. And that's why they call it the sod house? Yeah, that's why they call it the sod that's house. Crazy. And it's like five people living in this room with one bed and a stove. And if one of your asshole kids knocks a pan over and hits the sod in the winter, you fucking live outside now. It's that is true. And I like I got so bummed out at the Pioneer Village shit that I was saying to my brother-in-law John, I was like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking there's no way that I could live in Pioneer Time. He goes, You wouldn't know any different. I was gonna say you don't you don't. I would though. I How? think I'd be sitting in that fucking sod house. Here we go. And I'd be like, it has to get better Mr. than this. Mr. Invention. I don't think I don't think I could go, oh. If you had to say what year you think I could go back to and survive, what year would you guess? I, none of them. Exactly. That was my point. Not even like during this lifetime. No, I know. Like the 60s? Nope. The only way I would have a problem living in pioneer time is if you were there. Oh, come on. Well, you'd just be complaining the whole time. I would. It would be awful. And you're going to side with Jenna on this because what I decided to do on our ride home was I, I, I started making a power rankings of the time periods in history that I don't want to live. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's, she this only... tall white guy with blue <laughs> eyes is going to try to figure out when it was toughest for him to live. Well. Don't do that I'm just to telling me. you. I understand. I understand white privilege. I get it. This is still an exercise in me not wanting to live other places. You don't have to make it about the greater good of human civilization. Oh, I wasn't. I don't like human civilization. I can't wait for North Korea to push a button. Yeah, North Korea. That's no. Right. <laughs> I also don't know how to pronounce places. North Korea. That. You want to talk about getting written up. That one is real borderline. <laughs> Uh, I'm, and I, I figured like there's a lot of time periods you wouldn't want to live, but you can't just pick one like war, like a wartime, because it's all there's so many wars. I would want to live in a wartime. I think I could win a war. You think so? Yeah. I think I would be terrible at war. Why? What makes you think you would be good at war? Well, because if I was the age of a war person, <laughs> I was gonna say warrior, but then I no, thought war that was like uh, first Americans. Yeah. So. Uh, but I think I could be a great warrior. You for sounded, first you Americans. sounded right there like a like a sixty year old newscaster who just got called on a gender mistake. War person. <laughs> well, I want to say warrior, but then people would be like, "Who the fuck does he think he is?" But I think I, I first of all, I think I could have beat the ultimate warrior in wrestling. Secondly, I think I'd have made a great uh, soldier. But in the old wars, not the not the new ones. But, yeah, that's the thing. Like I would be so terrible. Like. If you go back to like the old wars where people just lined up and they're like, now you shoot. Nope, in between. In between now that's and in like between the lines. I like the Ernest Hemingway wars where you could, you got like three weeks off. You had to fight and stay alive. But then when you did, you got to go fuck nurses. Also, no natural disasters. Like Pompeo, the Mount Vesuvius. Is it Pompeii or Pompeo? Pompeo, Ellen Pompeo. I Actress, think it's spelled P-O-M-P-E-I-I. Pompeii. It's Pompeii. Oh, interesting. I now do, now North of Korea sounded not too bad. Easy. I was only allowed to pick two before Jenna shut me off and wouldn't listen to me anymore. Okay. I'd like so to hear I, them. I have two. I want you to pick one of them. And that you could not live. Yeah, that you wouldn't want to live in. I'm going to let you pick oh, out okay. of the two because these are the two that I landed on. Number one, Oregon Trail. Mm. Fuck the Oregon Trail. The Oregon Trail was just a bunch of people walking to Oregon for six months. Now I'm going to clean this up and say Oregon. Oregon. 
It, what an, have you- Do you say Italian? Maybe. Yeah, you're so white trash. How do you say North Korea? North Korea. Okay. Because it like gives it that uh, Asian flavor. Yikes. What? The other, the, on the Oregon Trail, now I'm questioning myself. It was such like, hey, I, there's no way I could walk that far without, just what a nightmare. Having a back problem? No shit. And on top of that, you have like the wagons. You, there are wagons, but you can't go faster than the wagons. That's true. Imagine the amount of, like, and it was all families, yeah. and you traveled in packs. Imagine the fucking amount of spousal like arguments you had to listen to on the Oregon Trail. It had to just be a streamline of couples bitching at each other in <laughs> wagons. So, <laughs> so you're saying you wouldn't want to be alive in that time because you would be on the Oregon Trail. Yes. If now I would like to be alive during that time because I would steal from all of those people. Man, that's the thing. These dummies, they just died along. They caught the world's longest graveyard, which is sure. pretty dark. And they would, people would just die and get buried and just like the whole trail. You're like, well, there's another abandoned wagon. Maybe we should turn back. But, but they, they never they did. didn't. They just kept going and died. Because Oregon, they knew eventually that they would find a place that uh, people biked all around the city and caused extra traffic. Also, forging a river... You know what that means? It means turning a wagon into a boat. There's no fucking way that works. You you know how many rivers there are from here to Oregon? So many. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I'm gonna. I'll, I'll agree. I would assume. I would assume yeah. more than there are yeah. in Ethiopia. Yes. I would almost guarantee it. Sure. Uh, also, a lot of people died from accidental gunshots, and that's a fear of mine. I know we've been talking about guns a lot this episode. Was there a wedding? There's. He, the, they, they actually have on record, uh, and this is where Jenna started tuning me out. They actually have on record. No, it isn't. First of all, <laughs> I'll tell you when she started tuning you out. Hey, get in the car. That's when she started tuning you out. There's no fucking way she listened to any of this nonsense. They have on record the <laughs> first guy to ever accidentally get shot on the Oregon Trail. He went into, uh, he was like a banker or some shit. He went into his wagon to pull his gun out, and he pulled it barrel first towards himself yeah. and got shot. But here's the best part. I mean, best isn't a great word. His <laughs> name, no shit, is John Shotwell. <laughs> That's pretty great. That's amazing. Yeah, when people's names match. Yeah, like Bernie good. made off, like made off with your money. That's it's oh, so good. Jesus Christ. If you have a name like that, you have to know better. If your name is like Jeff Sharkbite, you, <laughs> you shouldn't be like, I like surfing. No, Jeff, stay in Oklahoma forever. Yeah, man. you're gonna want to work at the zoo forever. But on land. The other one, 1300s Europe. Obviously, the Black Plague's running around. Not great. But, more importantly, okay. medieval torture shit. Oh, with, like, the stretching and the quartering? Yeah. Now we're talking about Braveheart. Because here's the thing. There's no chance either of you or I are born into, like, uh, an authority family. You know? We're not getting born into the guys who get to do the torturing. We are going to be normies, is my guess. We're and normies? Civilians. Okay. Civvies. And uh, off-duty cop. And so... <laughs> oh, my God. There's also no chance I know you. Like and I plebeian? know me... Like a plebeian? Like a plebeian. Can we use that word? Plebeian? Plebeian. I... There's no way that you and I don't do things that, like, get you tortured. Oh, yeah. There's no chance. There's yeah. no chance I'm not pretending to be an off-duty torturer. There's no chance... You... 
you would be first up tortured guy. I'd be. Here's what I would do in the olden days. I would run a company. I would run a brothel. Right? And this is this in torture times? This is in any time. Okay. I might still do it. Okay. I would run a brothel where a prostitute brings a man who is just being a real asshole, right? Like he uh, threatens to hit the ladies. It's like this kind of stuff. It's like Deadwood shit. Yikes. And so they come in, and then as soon as they get on top of the prostitute with their pants down to do it with them, <laughs> then I've also hired a bunch of other dudes to come buttfuck those guys. <laughs> So is that because this is a thing that gets you off? Nope, you just got to learn a lesson. You can't be walking into a saloon, kicking the doors open, pew-pew, pew-pew, like talking shit, like you're king shit of Fuck Mountain, and then not get served. That's not how my world works. If I'm going to get tortured, if I'm going to get strung up in a tree in Deadwood, then guess what? Somebody's getting butt-fucked. That's how it works. I know I came in here mad today, but I've got plans for retirement. There are I want to I want to give you four medieval torture types. Okay, and I want you to if you had to pick one. Okay, okay, they're all huge bummers. Yeah, I've heard it to some of them. They're not great. Number one, the pair of anguish. The pair. Of anguish. I don't know what that is. They take a metal looking like pear. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like on a rod. Yeah, sure it is. And it goes in one of your holes, depending on your crime, by the way. Hay bales and I found out. It depends on your crime, which hole it goes in. And then once they get in, they pull it, shink, and it expands and it gets you in that hole. Wait a minute, though. Like, what, what, what are my hole options? Uh, if you're a liar down the throat, if you are a wow. prostitute, if you're one of Longshanks In the girls, cooch. it's cooch style. If you are, unfortunately, a homosexual in medieval times, it's in the butt cooch. Is that the only thing that gets you in the butt cooch? I think there are probably... We didn't do a deep dive. We're not big research oh, guys. Oh, I get it. I get it. But there are probably a lot of things that get it in your butt cooch, yeah. So yeah, that's one. The pair of anguish okay. is one. You How, have to pick one of these. Four. I will, I promise. But I have more questions. Okay. I can't just be. It's like I'm buying a house. Okay. Uh, how much does it expand? And does it shoot back? You said. Does it shoot back and forth? No, I think it just shink. It just expands. It expands like one of those things that you screw into a wall, and then when you screw the screw in, the so it, it can't it come spreads out, of you. out like a butterfly. Yes. Okay. So it can't come out of you. So it stays there forever. I mean, I think they could take it back out. It could stay forever. I, I think there's a lot of options with the pair of anguish. Okay. Again, not a big so it research com- so it guy. So comes with the house. Comes with the house. Okay. Number two. Sure. Rat torture. This somehow worse than the name because the name makes me. I think I know what it is. Can I guess? Yeah. Is it when they put like a potato sack over someone's head and a rat in there? Oh, it's so much worse than that. Oh buddy. god damn it! They put the rat on your bare stomach, oh. and then they put a pan on top of the rat on your stomach. And then they heat the pan up. So it gets so hot that the rat is like, I can't be near this pan anymore. And the only place it has to go is to dig into you. Okay. Any okay. questions on that one? No, that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> oh, my God. Number, they used to do this. Number three, the Iron Maiden. Not the band. It's like a big coffin-type thing mm-hmm. that has spikes that they close on you. And the spikes just go in a little bit. Not right. enough to kill you. Right. They go in a little bit. And if you move, like if you get tired and move, uh-oh. Okay. That's the Iron Maiden. Number four. Now, this one is traditionally for women. 
It's called The Breast Ripper. And you say traditionally, but then you winked at me. <laughs> Cookies and cream? Cookies and cream. All right, let's do it. This one is applicable to you for that reason. Also, the breast ripper sounds like the worst guy, like what the worst guy at your office calls himself. Like, I'm oh, going I out know. this weekend. Yeah. Hey, call me the breast ripper. You're like, fuck you, Jason. So <laughs> it doesn't need much explaining. It's a contraption that goes on to you, rips your breasts off. You usually die. Pretty painful. So it's a mammogram. Do you fucking... You're not a big science guy. Have you heard about mammograms? No. They sound horrible. I mean, I thought you meant... Like, I thought there was some new news on mammograms. Women with the body parts, man, get... They got robbed. Tell me what you mean about mammograms. They just squish them up? Yeah, they squeeze the titty, yeah. Sounds horrible. Yeah. And then these periods? Okay. I'm not making fun of it. It sounds awful. I know. Where are we going? Nowhere. I'm going to tell you what I would pick. Okay. First of all, you need to know something about me. In my youth, I had a friend named Adam who lived on a lake, and we would always go to his place. Adam had a brother named Jason, and Jason and his friends, Adam and Eric, different, Adam, Adams. different Adam, would torture us. And I don't mean, What? Yeah, yeah. Because... What the fuck are you talking about? It was how you earned your uh, place to use the boat... Or to do really anything. What? I'm not done. Please listen. So there was a, a wooden box where all the... Side note. Yep. Evidence. Keep going. There was a wooden box where they kept all the athletic equipment. But then sometimes what they would do is they would uh, take all the athletic equipment out and they would put us in there. In the wooden box? Individually. Okay. And then they would put blankets on us, and then they would shut the box, and then they would take uh, like heaters you would use on a construction site and aim it towards the box, and then they would uh, turn them on so it got very, very hot. Mm-hmm. And there were times where you felt like you were going to pass out. Yeah. Then one time, I had maybe brought this on Hay myself. Bales is having like a meltdown over I there. maybe brought this on myself because... Uh, we ended up doing a lot of horrible things to them while they were sleeping. Okay. We put uh, like a bunch of stuff up their nose that shouldn't have been there and like a lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, disgusting food stuff. Love it. So I got uh, my rope. I got a rope tied around my ankle. Excuse me, my wrists. As I'm holding up my wrists, I'm saying mm-hmm. ankles. So tied around my wrists, thrown over a rafter in the garage so my arms are up. What? Then they pulled my shirt up. And they took a broken wiffle ball bat that had like cracks in it, and they would smack you all over your body with it, and it would just barely cut you. Then they would pour lemon juice over you. And this seems like the police should have been called. Yeah, dude. But, but I got out of that box one time, and they all three, like guys would start crying. They'd lose their minds. And in got, the box. In the box. And What's I got in the box? I got out of the box one time, and they all shook my hand, and then I got to sit right in the front of the boat. Well, you got to be one of the torturers. The you graduated. I didn't ever torture. And, and, and here's the I thing. Just, I never got tortured again and after before that. you know it, Chad's in charge of the torturers. And before you know it, all of those guys, hay bales, one by one, have gone missing. <laughs> I don't care for this at all, but that did happen to me. That's... The worst. So to answer your question, Iron Maiden. Because <laughs> I can sleep very still. So you're talking about your sister's wedding, and I have uh, a story I'd like to share 
about my sister's wedding. There were okay. no guns or anything like that, and it didn't take place on a Oregon Trail. Um, my dad is not around, as you know, so my sister asked me to walk her down the aisle, That's and that nice. was such an honor for me. I really did feel, uh, made me feel very special. Okay. Um, <clears throat> then later on, I was like, I was like, I don't know how to ask you this, but do I also dance with you for the father-daughter dance? And she goes, I'm just going to skip it. I go, well, don't skip it. It's crazy. Yeah. Don't skip it. Do a mother-daughter. And I go, well, that, that was one option, could have been. But instead I go, you and I are dancing. My grandpa had passed away at the time, so I go, still dead. And I go, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like at the time. So I go, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get his favorite song. And we are going to dance to it. Now, I didn't realize that this maybe wasn't his favorite song, but it was a song he listened to a lot because he was a truck driver and away from his family when he was uh, a younger man, right? So he was missing his kids. And so he listened to this song a lot. It came out in 1974, this okay. song. And so uh, we're out there, and we're about to dance, and we hear... And my sister, her eyes get huge, and she goes... Why this song? And I go, because it's grandpa's favorite song, I think. And you think I'm dumb? So my sister, who had to dance with her brother because her dad wasn't around to do it, had to dance to three minutes and 20, it's four fucking verses of when you're coming home, dad, I don't know when we'll get together then. It was unreal. And at one point, I remember her grip on me, like around the third verse, just loosened. It just loosened because she was so, I don't, I don't think she was mad, but I think she was really like, what the fuck? Man? Imagine being, imagine being on her husband's side of the family or like a friend. Like, yeah. Like, because you know what's going on at the wedding because you have a pamphlet. So you know her brother walked her down the aisle. Exactly. So now you're watching these two siblings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I guarantee this conversation was had. Well, if they have a boy, they'll probably name it Steve. <laughs> Just the most ridiculous. I have to go. Okay. Um, I love you. I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you guys. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.